Well, you know, I love the music, especially when I know that once out of two of these Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcasts, that means it's Friday. And today, realty expert Adam Helgeson is back in the studios, and we're going to talk with Adam in just a minute. Look, if you want that home, let's go get you that home. And it's okay to feel a little nervous. Or to not know what to look for. Because our network agents have the expertise to take the scary out of buying a home. Well, most of it. Now, let's go get you home. All right, here we go back on a Friday morning, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Our realty expert, Adam Helgeson, is in the studio today. Adam, you came in here like spitting fire. Uh, yeah. You were you were kind of wound up a little bit. Uh, what's little going bit. on, man? Oh, just uh, the community, you know? <laughs> okay, where do you want to start-like <laughs> thing? Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of people like the bitch in this town. Mm-hmm. But no one does anything about it. Yep. And I was brought up even, you know, before the military and in the military, if you're going to bitch about a problem, you better have a solution for yes, it. Yes, yes. You know, um, the biggest thing is my wife works for the school district. Okay. Um, she's, a, she's in the education system. And last night they had, like, an open house, right? Everyone's bitching about the mill levy going up mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Um, so the school district was like, hey, come check out the schools. You know what I mean? We'll have an open house. You can come see the deferred maintenance. You can come check it out for yourself, see what's going on. Um at her school, one uh, one school board member came, uh, and that was Dennis Carpenter, and another parent came to look. And oh. that's it. Oh, wait, I forgot. There was another group of three, because they just came into the Air Force base, and the mom didn't speak English, so the mom brought the sister with to translate and brought the kid and wanted to see the school about enrolling, but it had nothing to do with the open house well you know we did a story on it this morning on our update and i didn't even know that this was an option that you could go look at these schools um until i read the article this morning but did it get out there to all the parents i mean it seems to me some people didn't know that they they could go do this they have the opportunity to check out the schools yeah as a parent i got emails and stuff Mm -hmm. on it to go hey let's go check this out and whatever so i don't i don't know what the district did i mean they probably could have done a better job of notifying people um but you think even with that, more people would have showed up. You know what I mean? And it's the the principal called other principals, and it sounds like it was the same across the board. Like no one went anywhere. So, well, could you imagine? Um, look how hot it was this summer. And you know, I've been reading that uh, a lot of these schools they don't even have air conditioning. Uh, so if it's eighty five or ninety degrees outside, could you imagine what it would be like in a brick building? How are you supposed to teach? How are you supposed to learn I can't imagine in an environment I like that? I hear about it every day. Right. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and another thing, uh, I might be a little off here, but if you have a, like a, between a two hundred and fifty and a $300,000 house, I think it would increase your taxes by what, about $10 a month? Well, I did the math, right, for my house. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, a, a mill, if no one knows what a mill is, um, a mill assessment is $1 per thousand Okay. Yep. Of the assessed value, and that's minus, you know what I mean, the residential ratio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I went out and I pulled my 2021 um, assessed value for my home is 395700 Okay. Okay. Now, you take that times the residential ratio of 9%, 
that means my tax assessed value is thirty five thousand six thirteen. Following me? Yeah, I'm following you. All right. So you take the thirty five six thirteen times ten because that's the mill increase, right? Okay. So that brings it up to three hundred and fifty six thousand one thirty. Mm-hmm. Now you want to divide that by a thousand, right? Okay. Because that's one dollar per thousand. Sure. So you want to take that thousand. So for just under a four hundred four hundred thousand dollar house, my taxes would go up three hundred and fifty six dollars and thirteen cents a year, or twenty nine dollars and sixty eight cents a month. That's not so bad. No. You know what I mean? Uh, I got kids in the school. Now, that's going to the building fund. If it was going to the district for them to blow on stupid crap like they do, mm-hmm. um, I would be totally against it. Exactly. You okay. Know what I mean? But this is going for the building fund mm-hmm. to help the building, to help the kids. You know what I mean? Yep. To, now, the thing that pisses me off, too, about the building fund is Discovery is a beautiful school. Yeah. But do we need these giant etched glass windows and all this fancy crap? No. It doesn't help the kids learn. It makes the teachers and the school board, oh, look at this big fancy building. Let's get back to education and educating our kids instead of trying to put on a show for everything. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, Let's get these buildings up to code based on, you know, maintenance and not just put lipstick on a pig. Sure. Sure, because it's still a pig. It still is. It's all said and done. And the thing that they want to close the W schools on the north, those are the ones with the lowest maintenance. Right, right. Deferred maintenance. Like, I think Kelly's the top. You know what I mean? Um, It's. What are are your thoughts on on having one ginormous school or two ginormous schools and bussing everybody or making sure they get there? Because it's always been, in my opinion, that a school is what makes a neighborhood. That's you, you kind of the my, way I think about it. Do you want my personal opinion? Sure do. I think that's the dumbest damn thing I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so each school has its own demographic. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a buddy um, that was on a drug task force for the Border Patrol, and he said they got more calls to Valley Middle School for drug stuff than any other school, than the other schools combined. Okay. Now, elementary schools all feed Valley. Um, the school my wife's at, they like have the orphanage and they have rough kids. They mm-hmm. get first graders telling them to F off and throwing chairs. And you know what I mean? Then I go to my daughter's um, parent teacher conferences on the, on the South end and they're like, you know, she does talk out of turn. So I had to give her a low mark. And my wife's like, are you kidding me? I get <laughs> shit thrown at me. Thrown at me. <laughs> um, so you're taking all those demographics, right? And throwing them into one big school. It's going to be an insane asylum. Yeah. Right? If parents should be really upset about something, they should be upset about the class sizes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, when my wife was a kindergarten teacher, she was by herself in a room with 24 kindergartners, right? Um, over 13 of them had like what they call an individual education plan. So they're supposed to have paras. She didn't have a para. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. What, what type of learning environment is that? Right. You know what I mean? She'd come at home crying like, well, this is insane. You know, um, and yeah, it's this, the one time the school board did come through, the superintendent came through and it was in the spring and ours in the f- start of school. And he's like, oh man, we can't stay here too long. It's hot in here, you know, cause yeah. they didn't have AC. And it's like, oh, imagine working in this environment all day with 30 kids running around the room. You know what I mean? And you don't want to tour it because it's hot in here. Well, you, not you, only that, but then you got, uh, they're saying in some of these classrooms, it can get up to 90 degrees because they don't have AC units. 
Well, then you slap a mask on their face, too. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I had this conversation with somebody when the first round failed, and they said, well, whoever remembers their school building, you only remember your teachers. I, I, I kind of beg to differ because uh, I remember my high school, uh, the whole third floor was condemned. She couldn't even go up there. So I, I mean, the 80s was hard on my memory, but um, I still remember vividly you know what, what kind of shape my school was in. I bet you I could draw you a map of my elementary, my middle, and my high school, both high schools I went to. I bet you I could draw you a floor plan of those buildings right now. And I've graduated 20 years ago. Wow, that's way better than I could do. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah, remember yeah. where the schools were. <laughs> no, I bet it. you I could draw you a map of the buildings, where the gyms were, where the built. I, you know what I mean? I remember that. Now, so, are, are they having any more opportunities for people to look at these schools? That I'm not sure, because I think the vote's next week. Yeah, it um, is Tuesday. Yeah, it's coming up next week. So last time, there was only uh, 5,418 people voted out of a town of 60,000. Wow. Yeah, 5,400. And, you know, there's a lot of the naysayers, too, saying, well, I don't have any kids in school anymore. Why should I vote for this? Well, remember, who's going to be running this country, <laughs> hopefully, only, in, in 20 years? Not only that, but what builds a, t- what builds a town? Yeah, right? the, the people. Yes, exactly. And the younger kids. You know, it's like the, the priest at church is, hey, let your kids scream. It knows we have members coming up. You know what I mean? Same mm-hmm. thing for a town. Yeah. If we have a town of all old people, right, they're going to be dying. You know what I mean? The town's going to die. Younger people help build the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, I'm not advocating for or against. I'm not trying to promote you. I'm just saying do your research. Right. You know right. what I mean? Look at what is out there. If you're going to bitch about stuff constantly on the internet or on the radio or whatever, at least know what the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I had to call someone out the other day. Um, I don't know. These like Grand Force Rancher reviews and all these things. People just bitch about all sorts. Ah, oh, I went uh, my favorite place. I go there every week. And then the other day, my food was cold. F that place. It's like, oh, you've never made a mistake. Yeah, right? no kidding. But the, the one that made me laugh was like Jeff Bezos has like eighty-seven, $870 billion, and there's 718 billion people. So if he gave everyone a billion dollars, he would still have X amount of dollars. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. If he gave everyone a dollar, yeah. that would make sense. <laughs> Not a billion dollars. You know, learn math. Okay? And I, I commented on it. They replied, and all of a sudden the post disappeared. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Funny how that happens, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, people say, like, oh, that makes sense. I'm going to share that. And then it's like, okay, you make yourself look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just do your research on this. You know what I mean? And what, what's going on in the community? Get involved in the community. Um, hell, I'm a dad, and I'm the president of a figure skating club. I didn't know crap about figure skating and then until I got involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get involved in the community. Do stuff. Absolutely. You know, if Absolutely. You wanted, if you want it better, bitching's not going to fix it. Get off your ass and do something about it. That's, okay. that's my motto. Wow. We were trying to think of a title for today. Get um, off your ass and do something. Get off it. your ass and do something. <laughs> Rants and raves with uh, realty expert Adam Helgeson. Yeah. Go sorry. work for a daycare. Yeah. Daycares. If you like your, your post, if you're still sitting at home collecting unemployment, you are probably a turd because yeah. there's so many jobs out there. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. want to you turn $40 into 360 You know a good way to do it? Put it in your gas tank and drive your ass to work. There you go. That's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 
I mean, I'm grateful. I, I, you know, make my own living doing real estate, but I actually had two other companies reach out. You know, they want me to come back to the military as a civilian contractor and be a recruiter. You know what I mean? I got hit up to be a, uh, work at UND. I mean, there's people looking for work mm-hmm. everywhere. Well, mm-hmm. and this is the thing that's just so dumb about this whole daycare thing because there, and it's not just here, it's everywhere. I mean, it's, there's a shortage of staff for daycares all over the place. Well, because of the shortage of staff, well, now they had to close the, the infant unit of it, which means that we're going to have to miss our jobs to stay home and watch the kid now. Yeah. So now you got two people out of work. Well, you really don't do much anyways, Paul. So <laughs> <laughs> You could probably work from home. Oh, come on now. We need him here. <laughs> I know. I just like giving him a hard time. By the way, I hope you didn't pay for that haircut. Um, <laughs> Oh, there we go. I have a, I have a Clippers in my garage. I could have did it just as good for free. Oh, and no, you, this is awesome. And I know. That's what I'm saying. I could have did that for free. I think and he's I'm trying to look saying, like Ben. Yeah, kind of. Ben's got a little more curls in the front. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, if you need a high and tight like that, I can do it for free, and you can drink a beer while doing it in my garage. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. High um, and tight. That's all. Well, that's what we call them when okay. you get the military cut. That's what yeah. they call mine anyway when I get mine. But uh is that invite open for me? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Good. I was I'll actually, even bring the beer. <laughs> when when COVID hit, you know what I mean, and all the beauty shops, and stuff, I was like the black market barber. I had lawyers oh, yeah. and stuff coming to my house and giving haircuts in my garage. No kidding. I'm like, you can't find me. I'm not licensed. Yeah. But I've been cutting hair for years. I got uh, Oster 76, $200 clippers. Oh, you with, got the real deal. Oh, yeah. I got my own schmocks. I got all the... Oh, boy. <laughs> I even got smocks. <laughs> I uh, I even Boy, got doesn't my that own not vest. surprise me? I even got my own vest. So well, when I was a recruiter, I'd you know get these kids ready, and you know once they got back from joining, I'm like, hey, you're a soldier now. We got to cut mm-hmm. this hair off. I had one kid with a um, a mullet. Actually, he had it like too much party in the front. Oh yeah. So I I gave him the good <laughs> Kentucky waterfall before yeah. he went to maps. You know what I mean? I gave him like a high and tight on the front. Yep. And like left. a real mullet should be. Like a real mullet should mm-hmm. be. He went and joined, and I'm like, okay, dude. Now you raised your right hand. When we get back, I got to cut it off. So he actually cut it off. I have a picture of him holding it in his hand. Um, but yeah, I've always given haircuts to my soldiers and stuff. So yeah, I can do it short. I can do it long. You know, back in the day, we called it Canadian. They, the the word mullet hadn't been used yet. So yeah. back in the early 80s, late 70s, when we were all playing hockey and stuff, you wanted that flow coming out the back of your helmet. Well, we we kind of called it like Canadian. That's The hockey hair is different than a mullet. Though. No, I know. It is a yeah. little bit. Yeah. All so. we cared about was the business in the back. Yeah. All coming right. Out the helmet. Uh, got so. any big plans for the weekend? Um, no, showing uh, some houses in Crookston tomorrow. Mike, oh. Might go hit up the pumpkin patch. Supposed to be nice out. I'll be spending time at the figure skating rink with the girls as usual. I'm there quite a bit. So are they already skating? They've been skating year round. Oh we just, wow! We just switched from the Icon over to the Eagles, so they got the Eagles opened up. So as of Wednesday of this week, that's our home rink. So you'll see me at the Eagles quite a bit. Somebody's looking for a realty expert or somebody to vent to. <laughs> How do they get a hold of Adam Helgeson? You can give me a shout on my cell seven zero one. 317-1750. Um, you can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com, or call any of us real estate experts at Berkshire Hathaway at 746-0303. All right. Thank you very much, Adam Helgeson. And again, remember to get out and vote on Tuesday. All right. Hey, if you're going to buy or sell through realty expert Adam Helgeson, 
Uh, maybe the house needs a little bit of work. Maybe it's something you just want changed for your liking. Get a hold of Executive Properties. They do all types of commercial and residential work. Pretty much anything you can think of, they can do it, all right? 701-330-1273 or go to executiveproperties.org. With Executive Properties and Adam Helgeson at Berkshire Hathaway. Man, I tell you what, what a winning combination. Until Wednesday, there you go, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Have yourself a great weekend.